Hey guys, so the next blog post we're going to talk about is the one titled, Let's Talk About the Characters. And this one's pretty much just an in-depth analysis of each like main character in the book. So we're going to talk about Joe, Meg, Beth, Amy, Lori, um, Mrs. March, and Mr. March. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is, let's do Lori. Um, he's the typical boy next door who is a complete hypocrite. <laughs> Lori is caught up in fear of not fulfilling his grandfather's expectations, but turns around and expects Joe to fulfill the societal norm of becoming more ladylike. Lori is also spiteful in the fact that he married Amy after Joe rejected him over a dozen times. He ends up falling for Amy, though I feel Lori couldn't have handled Joe if they were married, but um, he could handle Amy because she is simple and will do anything to please Lori, so maybe that's why he married her. Um, I definitely think that Lori expects more of people than he expects of himself, um, which is why a lot of people find like frustration with his character. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, I think he also did marry Amy because he couldn't have Joe. And Amy's super simple. She wanted to marry somebody rich anyway. So um, I totally think that that's why he chose her. Um, the next character we're going to talk about is Amy. She's the youngest daughter of the March family. She's a mixture of all three sisters. Amy was written to be, um, to be the nuisance of the bunch and contrasts with the characters. Amy, like Beth, is artistic. Um, Amy is like Joe with not submitting to ladyhood and like Meg by wanting to please others, but not very subtly. Um, Amy's by far one of the most lovable characters in the end, though. Um, she also is the one who marries Lori, and I still haven't quite figured out exactly why she does that. I don't know if it's just because she finally decided that, uh, I don't know, she deserved something better. But yeah, I don't know. This is, that's, I don't know, that's my thoughts on Amy. Um... And next we have Beth, and she is the third daughter and by far the most un, um, unrated child of the Marches. She is the shyest of the bunch and mostly quiet. She hides behind her piano most of the time. Um, we don't really get a deep insight of Beth before Alcott, um, you know, killed her off. But Beth was too pure, too angelic to live in Alcott's fictional world. Um... I agree with this a little bit. I don't know where I would have seen Beth going if she had lived later on. Like, I don't, I don't know. I haven't quite figured out what I think of her character because I think she was important. She kept everyone together. She was kind of like the glue of the family. But I think in the later parts of the book, when everyone was kind of separating their own ways, I think it was good because she brought everyone back together when she got really sick. Um... But it was also time for everyone to go their separate ways and do their independent things and make their choices for life. So she brought them all back together. But when she died, it was okay because it was time for everyone to separate and be independent and do their own thing. So yeah, um, the next character we have is Joe. And 
Alcott based this character all on herself. Um, Joe, much like Alcott, is a writer and comes from a big family. Joe is the second-born daughter of the Marches. She is the most outspoken, quick-tongued, and temperamental of the bunch. Alcott describes Joe as a tomboy with little feminine qualities, such as the way she dresses and her mannerisms. Um, she uses, um, oh, sorry, and the mannerisms she uses. Her hate for romance it, um, strives her to write her book, and also the fact that she tries to hold her family together financially. Um, she is the flu of the book. Without Joe being the way she is, the book would be completely different. Um, and I totally agree with that because Joe, like, she's the whole center of the book. If we didn't have Joe being, like, tomboyish and, um, pushing the gender norms to be different, um, then there would be no analysis. There would be nothing to talk about. So, Joe is definitely, like, the main thing that I think caused this book to be so popular because she's the thing that made everyone question society and question what a woman is meant to be. Um, okay, the last sister we have is Meg. Meg is the oldest of the March clan. She is undeniably the kindest of them all and the most responsible. Her flaw is that she alters herself to become anyone else besides herself to please others. She lets others give her make give her makeovers and dress her up differently than she usually dresses. Her strength is that she is flexible with how her future is going to end up. She wants to marry rich but ends up with a poor man. She doesn't care about the wealth status because she loves him regardlessly. And I think that Meg is one of the only sisters that um, wants this in the beginning. The rest of them, well, I guess not the rest of them, but like Amy wanted to marry Rich and she stuck with that. Even though Marmy always said like not to focus on money, Amy wanted that because she looked up to um, Aunt Marge a lot. So... Meg is kind of the only one that really just put everything aside when she got married and just focused on finding somebody she loved and she she they struggle but they love each other and she it's true when um this says that her she lets everyone like dress her up how she wants or let people treat her how she, how um however they want I mean like, for example, at the party when she let people call them, call her, like, nicknames and stuff, um, she, that's usually, like, a bad thing, but she just let it happen because, I don't know, she lets people kind of treat her however they want. Um, she doesn't really stand up for herself a whole lot. Um, all right, now we're going to talk about Miss March, Marmy. She is essentially the perfect mother. She works, does charitable work, and even has time to always talk to her children about their problems. She talks about how her faith cured her bad temper and thinks it could work for Joe. One thing we don't get an insight to is how she remains so emotionally strong. If it were anyone else, it would have been tiring to have four daughters one that passes away, and basically not having a husband around. She never encourages her daughter to marry for money, despite their family being poor. 
She encourages them to do what they love and save marriage for when they are truly ready. And something that Marmy does that I think is super like important to for anyone to see and focus on is that they're already poor, but she goes out of her way multiple times to help families that have less than them. Like they already don't have much money, but they give their food away and they go and help this like family that really, really needs it. So that is just something to really look up to because sometimes even rich families aren't willing to help the poor, but I think it's awesome that they are not necessarily rich. Um, they're definitely poor and they are helping people that are have less than them. And that's all because of Marmy. Those girls wouldn't have necessarily made that decision. Later on, Beth does, um, but that's because of her influence by Marmy. So she's totally like the perfect mother to like look up to and someone that takes care of everybody. And um, she's definitely very emotionally strong. The last character we're going to talk about is Mr. March, and I don't know that he's specifically, like, a main character, but he's really important because he's frequently talked about in the book, and they obviously love and cherish him a lot. And he, you know, these girls wouldn't be alone if he wasn't, like, off doing his thing in the war. So, um, he is important, but I don't know that he's, like, a main character. Um... Um, I think that Alcott had him away partially because she, um, had her own issues with her father in, like, real life. Um, he was, but the only things I can really say about Mr. March is that he was, wanted to take care of his daughters and he was strong. Like, we don't know a whole lot about him, um... I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about him, but I do feel like he deserves to be in this because he's important to, like, why these girls are the way they are. He's the reason Joe thinks that she must step up financially and, like, be kind of like the man of the house is because her dad's not there. So, you know, he is important. I think maybe he he's a really good influence on Joe. He showed her how to be, like, the man of the house and how to take care of, like, all the girls and stuff. So... I don't know. That's what I think about Mr. Marge. Um, So yeah, these are our main characters. And that was just a little in-depth analysis of each one of them. There's obviously much more to be said about all of them. But um, if you look at the blog, you can read that. And there will be a little bit more on there. Um, So yeah, I'll see you guys in the next podcast.